Good afternoon. This is the Andy Demander Show on a little earlier today than our previously scheduled program. Glad to be doing it. Glad we're able to make it on here today. Got some conflicts coming up in the afternoon, so we had to come on an earlier time today. Glad to do it. Amanda is here from the UK. I am in the USA. I am. Good after- yes. Good evening, Amanda. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How's, how's going here? Oh, and, it's fabulous. Uh, and I, you know, because we're communicating here across the, across, well, across, the, you know, I'm in California, you're in the UK, you know, 8,000 miles away. And, yeah. uh, and I appreciate it. You know, it really is. And, and, I, and I thank you for, uh, um, you know, being able to, uh, to, you know, res- <clears throat> you being able to reschedule for an earlier. Uh, oh, thank you. No problem. No problem at all, darling. How are you and, doing? And I'm doing good, thank you. It's a, a rather a warm day here in California. We're supposed to get monsoon rains, they're saying, this weekend, which we so desperately need. It is so dry here now. My my back lawn is wow. like a, turning brown, and I don't want to water it too much because of the extreme drought. They're supposed to hold off on watering and so forth. And, and yeah. we we are we are in dire we are we are in need of rain. And there's a, a incredibly destructive, massive fire in Northern California right now, causing all sorts of problems oh, and yes. havoc. And um, yes. and. Things are happening, and this is just unbelievable. And you know, do you hear about here in the states, uh, in Kentucky, they had yeah, um, rain, or just incredible flooding that led to deaths and, uh, and injuries and destruction oh. of property. And um, you know, Kentucky. I mean, the, the the southern belt of the USA. There's a we used to call it thunderstorm alley as pilots. Um, when the, in the warm weather seasons, you just get the, with the cold air masses coming from the north and warm air um, and more moist warm air flows up to the south, meet, and it causes right. uh, convectivity or the, or the clouds to start, you know, convective activity and you get thunderstorms and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's just, you know, it's nothing happening forever, you know. And uh, yeah. and as a, as a pilot, you'd see those thunderstorms or one of them or a few air, what they call air mass thunderstorms, ins- you know, isolated ones. You, you navigate around them and so forth or, or uh, air traffic control reroutes you around them and so forth. But uh, it is, But it is very unusual. To have these spikes in, as we've said so many times before, we've talked about this. Have these spikes yeah. in weather phenomena around the world, not just not just here, around the world. Yeah, that, that just, yeah. That just are, are contrary to normal trends, tendency we can track and predict over thousands, literally thousands of years. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, these the, these deniers of climate climate trends have. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, it's crazy. With yeah. uh, hopefully the wildfires are not too close to you. No, no. It's it's. Uh, if I were to drive there in my car, it would be about seven or eight hours north. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Okay. Well, it's crazy, isn't it? Because there's that, and you know, there's uh, other parts of the world are having issues as well at the moment. Is um, in France, they've had problems with drinking water. Literally, shortage of um. Drinking water from having a drought. So hmm. this is this is crazy stuff. You don't usually see this stuff in the news with all these things. Um, yeah, it, it's it's scary, isn't it? I mean, it's not just one incident now. Like every summer, it's yeah, it's several times throughout the year that we're seeing all these issues taking place. And it's, it's yeah, getting it, very scary. And when you go question these these uh, these. Uh, you know, in global warming, there's all sorts of names for climate change, and you and you go, uh, you know, well, you know, here's science, and they give you these ridiculous, you know, when you say here's here's evidence, this is happening. And let me show you a video, by the way, of icebergs melting. Let me, let me show you this. Yeah. And, and okay. they, you Sometimes know, those answers are so dumb you wish you could take them back. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah. 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 And this is, yeah. issue is under uh, investigation. Yes, yeah, been. Mm-hmm. Yes. It needs to be further under, further under investigation. I say. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Um, so how's it going there? Yes. What's going on in the UK? Um, well, lots of incidents actually. Um, supposedly, um, a man was shot on a bridge, Greenwich. Uh, in, I'll start again, shall I? Okay. So mm. a man was shot in uh, Greenwich. Greenwich. What is wrong with me today? In London. Greenwich. Yeah. On the bridge. On the bridge. Yeah, great. What 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 happened? Um, what, hap- what what happened there? What happened? Um it's saying that he had a firearm. Um and uh, the police responded to multiple calls um of reports of a man with a firearm. And um Yeah, it's it's crazy. They said that the man's injuries are not life threatening. Um 
An eyewitness described seeing a man with an item that looked like a semi-automatic 9mm or Glock-style gun. Um, mm. So, you know, it's interesting, isn't it, after our talks of guns and everything like that. Um, there's no ongoing threat to the wider public, the piece is saying, and the incident is not thought to be terror-related. Um, apparently, mm. um, it says, duck tape around his hand. A London Ambulance Service spokesperson said... That man was taken as a priority to a major trauma centre. No other injuries have been reported. Uh, roads have been closed. Blah, 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 blah. Um, a man stuck in traffic said... I'm oh, sorry, or a woman? Is that a man or a woman? No, it was a woman. Mm. <laughs> a woman no. stuck in traffic saw mm. a man. Why don't we just uh, be uh, politically correct and, and just call them uh, oh, they? Yes. Yes, they. He, she, he, she, yeah. 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 It's they. 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 Were, they. they. Yeah. they. Yeah. Okay. They. Yeah. yeah. They. They saw they with a handgun. <laughs> I will never get used to that. But go ahead. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And uh, they said he had duct tape around his hand, and the gun was left was in his left hand. It looked like a semi-automatic nine millimeter or Glock style gun. I say he was in his thirties to forties, wearing a red top. I mean, that's interesting. Mm. But um, yeah. Um, she said she heard some shouting and then a big bang, which she believed was a gunshot. That's about it, really. That's about as exciting as it gets with that. It um, mm. doesn't mention that anybody was hurt. I don't mm. think. I can't see anything extra to that. I mean, there could be more that unfolds, but it's just that's just it at the moment. Um, mm. Yeah, okay. Right. That's a shame. Uh, They're reporting about the Israel strikes as well. I heard there was a uh, yeah. militant killed uh, in uh, Gaza. Uh, is, 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 you know, we made a strike. We took out a, the, the, le- the leader of, uh, of uh, Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda, and Israel yeah. took out uh, a, a prominent uh, terrorist in Gaza. And yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know what the collateral damage was in Gaza. I didn't read on, actually. I just heard about the taking out of a prominent uh, militant uh, there, but I don't know if there, if there was any collateral. I guess we could easily look it up. But it's uh, the only reason, you know. I I think these folks who have whose whose destination and their mission is to create havoc, destroy lives of other people. That's what they do for a living, and and yeah. you've got to find them around the world and take them out, whoever they are, wherever they are, uh, and whoever countries Israel, United States, you're, the B, you know, the, I was going to say, about <laughs> to say the BBC. Uh, we all have yeah. to participate. I mean, the UK. <laughs> okay. the, BBC. the BBC has to We're be strong in taking in, in taking out. Yes, you know what? It'll be interesting. You know, because you know, right now, as you know, we're we're on a in a uh, on a mission right now to get this show. Uh, you know, it's it's a radio show that's streaming on the internet. We have phone lines like any other radio show and control board and studios and the whole nine yards. But we are on the internet, and we are you know 400 and some odd episodes underneath our belt over two years and running over two years, uh, not two and a half years I think. Any, anyway, um, but we're on a mission to get this show um, on broadcast radio, whether it be satellite or or you know AM or FM frequency. Um, and we're working on that now, and in discussions to a point, and we want those discussions to to further and see what might happen. Uh, but I never thought of yeah. this. Okay. A station or BBC or something in the UK. I just realized it doesn't have to be a US company that picks us up. It could be. It could be a. a this is true. A, it could be anywhere in the world. It could be yeah. anywhere. We we yeah. have listeners in twenty whatever it is countries twenty three twenty five I whatever it is. We have listeners yeah. in these countries. And I told you before, right now, as we speak live on these microphones, uh, well, we, we changed the time, so maybe, maybe not right now. We, it was a last-minute time change for the show. But normally, um, we have an audience in China, which is now 5% of our listeners are in China right now. Are they still listening after what's been reported in the news today? <laughs> yeah, really. And, and what's been reported? Right. Yeah, and what what yeah. what Amanda's talking about is the uh, you know the China's halting cooperation with the U.S. on key issues as a result probably of Nancy Pelosi's uh, visit to Taiwan, uh, mm. which is kind of signifying our 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 alliance with Taiwan and our support of Taiwan and they're maintaining their uh, their democracy, and also what's happening now is we're seeing. Uh, China 
send uh, military vessels uh, off the coast of Taiwan. Now, whether, whether that, you know, the buildup there, now whether, whether that means anything is forthcoming, whether they're just trying to, to flex their might, uh, we don't know. Um, but, uh, I mean, China could take out Taiwan in a heartbeat if they wanted to. You know, they, they could just they yeah. could disappear, you know. And Taiwan, yeah. now we all know that. But I don't know, I don't know what could happen. This is, what is happening in the world today with Ukraine and Russia, China, Taiwan, um, Afghanistan, I just, I'm not new to this. I know. You know what I mean? Uh, I've been here. I I was born in the 50s and uh, have seen a lot and most proud of the landing of the moon. Um, (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I got to to tell you, um, having been around the decades that I have, uh, I've never seen the world in this kind of turmoil before. I don't don't think it ever has been, except maybe when you look at the the entrances to the world wars one and two that that this planet has engaged in, uh, you know, the continents of this planet has engaged in in our in our past, and and I hope I hope looking ahead, and it could be months or years ahead. I hope that this this unsettling, you know, this this between countries and politics and conspiracies and all this. I hope it doesn't end up being something catastrophic for for our 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 species, you know, our society. I hope so. I hope you know, so. I hope not. A lot of people um, say, and have been saying in all fairness for the past, I want to say, so actually since 2012. And I know, okay, we, we we know the significance of 2012, that everybody was like jumping on the conspiracy bandwagon saying, you know, 2012 is the end of the world. All computers are going to shut down. You know, everything's going to come to a standstill mm-hmm. because the Mayans mm-hmm. predicted in their calendar is that only went up to 2012 and there was going to be issues from 2012 onwards. And it's been interesting that from 2012 onwards there's been um, all sorts of changes in the world um, that have grown and grown and grown. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, religious folk, and that is not in any way being disrespectful or, you know, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to put you guys under a bad light. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of them are saying, you know, of course, all referring to the Bible, well, we're in the end times now, but when they say end times, they don't mean end of the world necessarily. They mean the whole um, transformation of humanity and the planet and everything else. Uh, it mm-hmm. could result, obviously, in something <laughs> wiping out our species, as you just said. But, you know, they what, what they quite often refer to in the Bible is that um, there's all sorts of like plagues and diseases that end up spreading through humanity. And of course, we've had COVID situation and blah, 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 and more talk of other diseases and, and viruses and stuff taking effect. And then we've got the, the temperature of the planet heating up dramatically mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all these changes. So, of course, a lot of them refer to this as the end times, which I get, I understand. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting what you see there, yeah. explanation of it. And then you've got all these events unfolding day by day with us, you know, and, and everything's getting even more crazy, as you said. Right now, it's building up more and more. Lots of things and incidents is taking place and everybody's out to get everybody. And it's it's interesting because as a, a psychological point of view, I remember them saying uh, people saying, experts and all sorts, that when we were going through COVID, that um, people's psychological um, mm-hmm issues were increasing because we were feeling so cut off from each other and we were being told we couldn't go out and experience life and we felt like we were uh, like an animal in a cage and I remember us having a conversation all the way back then when we were on the show and um, through the thick of COVID we were saying about the psychological Mm -hmm. effects it has on someone if you tell them that they've got to stay where they are and they can't go out. It's like when you put somebody in prison, there's a a certain amount of time, like within a week or two, before a psychological effect kicks in and they start getting aggressive. So they Mm. predicted that with humanity. And, of course, people were. They were starting to kick off. People were retaliating, and that got worse and worse through COVID. And now we've come out Mm. of COVID, and it's like nothing's improved. So you had they carried all that kind of angst, I, things have gotten worse in a way. In they ways. have. You know, yes. right, right. Not only is it not improved, but it's gone the other way in, in some yeah. respects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I guess in many respects, yeah. Yes, and I think mm-hmm. maybe, you know, uh, in terms of a, a psychological aspect, you could argue that maybe COVID had some sort of effect on what's actually occurred now. 
um, mm-hmm. because it gave people many opportunities to actually stop and pause and think about things. And it gives time for planning. It gives mm-hmm. time for creation of new things. And it gives you also um, time to build up that that anger and other issues and, and things going on. So with all those things taking place, you know, mm-hmm. wars being um, planned out and, you know, you see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. There's, it yeah, was the, yeah, the perfect opportunity for all mm-hmm. new things to emerge in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. has very much so. Um, yeah, I think, I think and viruses you're, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, they called the. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. Now they have monkeypox. Uh, monkeypox, which is only transmitted yeah. by, by by contact. You know, it's not it's not airborne. That's but still, right. Yeah. Do you know? Um, you know what's striking to me? There's the the, the gun violence um, is is up dramatically in many many cities around the United States, which is, as you just said, somebody got shot on the on the bridge in the UK, which is almost unheard of there because of the gun laws there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, here, of course, it's, you know, it's, we have more gun violence here than anywhere in the world. And, yeah. um, it, you know, during, you just, you know, during, co- you know, we all kind of were banding together, work at home, you know, um, uh, life on online life, uh, you know, standing in line to get toilet paper and paper towels at the local grocery store, whatever it might be, uh, yeah. and uh, we're wearing masks. This is before vaccination, where, you know, when you and I were on the show, you know, every day, every day, we, and it was, a, I'm, back then, I think we were on every day or close to it, but anyway, um, yeah. we, we, would, we would go on and, and get all the data and, and talk about, you know, 4,000 people died today. You remember those numbers? Yes. You know, in in, 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 in in one city or one state, you know, it, the numbers are unbelievable. And, but the people who were who survived were all, you know, wearing masks. They were at home doing the right things. And little little did a, a percentage of the population know that when this thing was over and they could leave their homes, that they're going to be shot dead a short time after that, killed by somebody's handgun or rifle. Yeah. Yeah. And you know when I when I see and hear and it happens you look at the, we get these news wire you know things coming in all the time here and um, and and reading the news and, and CNN and New York Post and everything else you know you hear about you know this person got stabbed this person got shot as a matter of fact a family just got killed at a campground in Iowa I think it was uh, somebody came into a tent and shot and, and stabbed the uh, the husband and stabbed the wife and, and strangled and shot a six year old girl a little boy survived and he went and killed himself they say it's a random attack in their tent camping in a state park yeah um, just camping on summer vacation in their tent somebody broke in and, and killed the family just some oh nut God. whatever and then he then the guy yeah. killed himself you know and, and these are people who just a year or so ago were all you know together in their okay. homes and and being yeah. good and being careful and spending family time. And all these things, and then you leave your house, and and you're shot by somebody. You know, somebody's gun takes your life. Uh, you know, I'm just like, you know, man, what kind of world, what kind of society is this? I just, it baffles me. I know exactly I just, what you're saying. Yeah, it, it baffles, it baffles me. me. And these these are human lives. These are people who had just like you and I, Amanda, are sitting here with our lives and family and loved ones and everything else, and doing things that we're doing. And suddenly, it comes to the end. Boom, done. You're you're done. You know, back. You know, yeah. it's just hard to. Yeah. It is crazy to think that everything can just end in the blink of an eye. Oh, there's a there's a dog barking outside. Apologies I hear that. Listening to the background. I hear that. Yeah. Maybe he wants to come on our show. Go go get him. Oh, maybe <laughs> I should invite him and I wonder what yeah. kind of conversation would come out. Yeah. <laughs> You're barking, mad. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I you know I get it. I, I'm 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 lost for words most of the time. And I must say to our listeners, like I'm not capable of stringing a sentence together. <laughs> but, oh no, um, you, 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 quite to the contrary, you, you string great sentences together, actually. <laughs> and I think, do you know what happens with me is I notice that when I get passionate about something, sometimes my mind mm-hmm. goes at a million miles an hour, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to get out the words that are going through my head so quickly, and I'm kind of learning how to slow that process down so that I can focus on exactly the things that I need to say. But I get so carried away sometimes in the passion of explaining things, I just, you know, trip over my own words. It's uh, interesting how my mind works like that. But, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, sometimes you just need to... Um, if you would just lean back and relax. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I do. You know? I need um, yeah. a margarita or a tequila or a beautiful drink right now. Oh, Maybe yes. Maybe sex on the beach. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Uh, now you're talking my language. You're, you know, speaking of uh, of of which, um, you know, more and more we're starting to hear about. Um, well, it depends if you if you're listening for this or not. But more and more you're starting to hear about relationships taking on additional uh, partners while in a, in a committed relationship, whether it be a marriage or long-term dating, whatever it might be. And it is mm-hmm. long seen as something, Oh, you know, uh, taboo and, and Oh my gosh. And, you know, um, but it's not mainstream nor will it ever be, but there's rising interest in this thing called open relationships, open relationships. Right. Yes. And, uh, there, there's a popular podcast. We should have the, we should get the, uh, the anchors of that podcast on our show, maybe. Hmm. Think about that. Anyway. Um, what kind of anchors, Andy? That's just, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but uh, in in the U.S., it's been. I don't know. How, do you hear much about this there where you're at in terms of relationships and and the thing oh, about being I think open? You hear it everywhere, to be honest. I mean. Yeah, more more so now though, isn't it? More so, or is it just me? Yeah, <laughs> I no. mean. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it I think if you go on like um, when you're on Facebook and you mm-hmm. get some random stranger try and add you um, as a friend or something, and quite often you 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 know you check out who's this person adding me? Do I know you? Do I know you? And you scan their their uh, profile, and quite mm-hmm. often you see things like oh yeah, um, divorced or uh, widowed or in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Usually the three things that tend to pop up. I mean, I think that's because, one, I'm a woman, so I quite often get men who message me who I don't want to mm-hmm. label everybody the same, but quite often they try to swindle you into having some sort of relationship with you and convince you they're somebody else. Because I used to, I, I, we talked about this on a previous show, I used to mm-hmm. get guys message me pretending they were in the, the forces, the army, um, that they, you know, wanted someone to talk to, and then they would ask him for money. Can you send me money? Mm. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'll send you money. Sure. Jeez, <laughs> no. unreal. And they really there's, do romance. There's a woman by the name of Dedeker Winston, and she's in the U.S. I don't know, I don't know where, but she's uh, um, in, uh, in, I guess, two, four, around, I don't know, six or seven years ago. She started this uh, podcast I'm talking about, um, and along with the co-producers, um, decided to, that's not her, her real name. Dedeker Winston mm-hmm. is not her, her real name. And they decided okay. whether to use the real name on this uh, a non-monogamy show. And, right. Uh, whether she, you know, um, but around 2016, this particular host of this podcast noticed a real explosion of interest around this type of relationship. And, right. um and then she went on to start working as a dating coach, specializing in those types of relationships. Everybody's calling right. for the pen and pencils right now. Who? Who's this? Where? Who? What? what where, what's her name? Yeah, what's right. her phone number? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, no, I'm just seeing it. <laughs> and that's, at that time is when she saw the biggest change or turning point or, or pivotal point, you know, of um, – of all of a sudden, so many people online, like you were just saying, being, mm. you know, they say, hey, you know, being willing to talk about being non-monogamous and express yeah. the fact that they have interest in these type of relationships, not to belittle the committed relationship that they are in and not to yeah. take away from the love that the two people in that relationship share. It's just they have an understanding. Okay, bam, bam, bam. They say, okay, is it, is it, you know, I, 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 I I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a sensitive, new age, shy guy. You know what I'm saying? So of course, I remember the song uh, "Breaking Early." You, you remember? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Cool, awesome so for me, I, 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 I wouldn't. Know. I'm, I'm just oblivious. I mean, it's truly, people know. You know, you know, you're just playing that. No, I'm, I truly, truly, you know, in in my single days, I look back at my single days and realize, God, I probably missed so much opportunity. Anyway, no regrets. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know. I, I just I, I, sorry, go on. I, yeah, I'm just into my into my flying and, and my guitar and my girlfriend at the time and you know anything that was external to that I was like did it whatever did it did it did it whatever okay whatever I was just mm-hmm, I don't know whatever. Isn't it interesting <laughs> though? Uh, yeah, right. 
Isn't it interesting how I think that's a common human trait, isn't it? To think what we missed out on or what we mm-hmm. could have had. But it's like, really? What if we had all these things and something awful occurred from it? Or, you know, and it's, it's like, what truly are we missing? Because, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess in terms of sex, people could list a whole list of things. Well, I could have tried to free some experience. Well, I could have, you know, done a, a mm-hmm. gangbang. Oh, I could have gone watching. Oh, you know, my God group of people yeah. have sex in public. The, the list goes on. Oh, I could have tried BDSM. And, is it BDSM? SNM? Yeah, I, think I don't know. Or, or is, yeah. it, is it? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All these things. Yeah. And I guess uh, it's a curious mind, isn't it? And of course, ego is kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna try these things. I don't want to know what it feels like. I want to get as much as I can so I can feel real good and better about myself. And Do you think a lot of that stems from wanting to feel worthy? of having those things? Where do you think hmm. things come no, from? No, uh, I, I think it's more of an internal sex-related drive. I, I think it's more of a curiosity, go out and do it and feels be so cool to explore and let it loose and do something like that. I, I mean, I, what do I know? I'm not, you know. Uh, there, there's a woman <laughs> by the name of, there's a woman by the name of Sarah Levinson, and she's a counselor at the Creative Relating Psychology and Psychotherapy Office in New York City. Sarah Levinson okay. is her name, folks, if you want to look her up or whatever. But she specializes yeah. in um, sexuality, relationships, dynamics, and has also noticed an increased interest in, in these types of relationships within the past 10 years. And, um, uh, you know, before 10 years ago, it wasn't as often as talked about, as common as 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 it is now, according to what, what she has said. Um, and the account and, and the data is showing right now that there's a growing interest in, um, I don't know what you want to call the, you know, consensuality, I guess, the, you know, consent of, of non-monogamous relationships, including open relationships, um, that so many people um, say there's cultural factors and job factors and pressure in life and things that lead to a wider embrace of non-traditional types of relationship styles, you know, and the yeah. pandemic may, may even played a part, you know, maybe, maybe the pandemic played a part, you know, when you're locked in together and you're like, got or, you know, you know, two years, you know, you're okay, you know, whatever. And, yeah. and I wonder, yeah. you know, you know, it's also, it, this is very, very, very interesting. What I'm about to say is that okay. during the traumatic, during the traumatic, pandemic where the world population was kept held at bay and couples had were forced to stay in literally confinement within their you know some of their their homes or apartments whatever it might be for for a couple years that there was going to be the sudden wave of we had the uh you know the millennials and the boom the boomers and all this you know a sudden wave of a new population of babies it never happened Right. Never, of course. never, ever happened. If anything, it declined. It went the other way. You know? well, that makes um, sense, doesn't it? I think they, uh, pre- they, they predicted because they, on one hand, their logical mind was saying, okay, because everybody's home and with each other, mm-hmm. they're going to get mm-hmm. bored. And one of the things they're going to do is probably have sex more. On the other hand, the truth of the matter was we were more fearful of being in contact with each other, even if you were in the same house, of possibly mm-hmm. you know, having that kind of intimacy it, mm-hmm. it, it, psychological effect kind of reversed, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it never happened. That baby boom, like explosion of what that you know, millennials. There's a name for every explosion of babies. You know, there's a name for the that that people born from this year to this year are considered this. You know, I, yeah, I, I forget course. if I forget if I was a baby boomer or not. I don't know what I was. I don't know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I am now. Um, but <laughs> the um, uh, but. Um, it never, it never happened. And, you know, uh, talking about the, the pandemic itself being an impetus for these types of relationships to occur more openly and be more visible, um, yeah. it's, you know, it's very possible. But the, um, that that may have been a factor. Um, and, 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 it, and the question is, is there a wider embrace of these non, what you, one might consider, to be a non-traditional type of relationship style um, than there was before, and and I, my thinking is, I've heard more. Of, I mean, I don't, you know, when you say hear more about it, where, where do you hear? I don't hear about it. You know, I just hear about it in conversation with people I know that 
yeah. didn't used to happen in conversations. You know, I've, I've met women and had opportunities with women where, where they'll ask point blank, are you in an open relationship? I mean, just like that, bam, are you, oh, are you, oh, oh, you're so cool. Are you in, you're married? Are you in an open relationship? Um, you know, just like that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, like, let's go to Starbucks, just like that. Same, you know, same breath. <laughs> you hmm. know, oh, you're the yeah, you know, wow. Uh, <laughs> but, but but that type of of relationship might be actually climbing. But uh, I think, um, you know, on on a platform or how wide uh, the uptake might actually be. I don't know if it's any different than it ever was, or is it just talked about more often now? You know, um, I wonder. I wonder why that is. Because I mean. You know, thinking about it in my mind, mm-hmm. that when you have an open relationship, there's obviously mm-hmm. a certain amount of love between you and the person you're already with. Mm-hmm. But what is it they are actually seeking from somebody else? Because if you're truly fulfilled by a partner, mm-hmm. you don't feel the need to look anywhere else. You know, when you're in love with somebody, all you want is them. You know, you want to sleep with them all the time. You want to be with them all the time. Everything feels fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one makes you wonder how long into a relationship that they send me a night. I'm in an open relationship or whether that actually occurred from the start because that's the way they like to roll. And they're not then truly, truly in love with the person, but they mm. just love them for certain aspects. They enjoy being with them. And maybe, I mean, I would see it as, Personally speaking, I love to speak to people who are in open relationships to get a perspective because in my mind, I see it as, well, it must be a sexual thing that they're wanting to find somebody else to have sex with, uh, maybe because the sex between them and their partner isn't that great. And instead of leaving that partner because they actually enjoy their company and love them in a in a way that goes beyond sex, mm-hmm. you know, that they're just trying to get that from somebody else. I don't know. But 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 here's the question. See so that that would be to, but let's say you have a relationship, uh, okay, where where it's consensual. In other words, the couple involved they, they have great love, admiration, respect, a great life together, and share all these great things that a relationship can can bring. But yeah. at the same time, it's consensual that they can venture out, so to speak, however you want to say it, um, here and there. And and if if that happens. Um, let's make an agreement that if, if one of us does do that, or if we do that, it will not lead to a breakup of our relationship. And that's an understanding. If, if this happens, we'll, we'll work our way through it. It's discussed beforehand. You'll work our way through this. We'll, if, if it should ever happen, let's make an agreement now that it might be very hurtful to the other person, whatever, but let's decide that, that we're, what we have, our foundation that we have, the strength that we have is too strong for that. A isolated incident or whatever it might be unless it's more than isolated perhaps because many of these relationships end up in divorce and remarriage um, um, you know they make that agreement and, and, to, and to any degree to any fraction we're both are just open relationship bam whatever happens happens so, as a matter of fact I remember a movie and I don't remember the title of the movie uh, maybe you've seen it um, where a guy and a woman I don't know if the woman's married or not I forget or is it the guy who's one of them? I don't know. Both of them may be married or one of them is married. Um, for ages, for decades. Oh, what is this movie called? Uh, it starts when they are young. And once a year, they have a romantic rendezvous in a villa somewhere, in some romantic getaway. And every okay. single year, around the same time, for decades, it goes on forever. And then something f- happens at the end. I forget. I forget the what is the movie? Some of our listeners are probably thinking they know it or they saw it or they know what it's called or something. Um, but that was a fabulous interpretation. You know, that was a great. That was done so well. I just remember that. And 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 I wonder when people see that type of film depicted right in front of their eyes, that relationship rather depicted. Um, do they? put themselves in the, in the actor's shoes. They wish I was like, oh, that would be so cool to have in my life. That would be so cool. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm sure it goes beyond many of the things that I've suggested because obviously I can only see things from my perspective, what I've experienced, mm-hmm. how I feel morally, what I could do. Mm-hmm. And that's all we can ever really base any kind of understanding on. So in my mind, I don't understand how that would work for somebody I mean, right. if they explained it to me, I, I probably would understand it, but I would still feel some sort of uh, detachment from that because I'd be like, well, no, I couldn't do that personally. And so, yeah, 
it, it's, yeah. it's definitely you got you got to question uh, some uh, you know le- level of integrity there somewhere, you yeah. know because because you were just saying earlier that if you have this committed wonderful relationship in in so many respects I mean what relationship is absolutely perfect but in so many respects um, the the willing the desire to drive to venture would be non-existent or minimal if anything um, so the only thing I could that might alter that would be a a lack of of uh, of honesty regarding how committed they are within the relationship. You know what I mean? There's maybe yeah. they might, in other words, they they're living a double life. Yeah, and I think, like I said, there's so many elements to this, isn't there? Because the the human makeup is just yeah. is a massive spectrum of all sorts of things. We don't just fit in one pigeonhole. We we experience many feelings and many thoughts and, and many directions. And so, you know, it could be a huge amount of number of reasons why people have an open relationship. Like, for example, mm-hmm. there's a couple uh, happy together, but they, they want to experience other people that maybe then helps their relationship thrive more. Mm-hmm. Or they, they have a learning. Some people might see it from a deeper point of view and say, well, I, don't, I want to learn what it's like to be with somebody else and then bring that to our relationship. But, mm-hmm. and then, you know, for me... Personally speaking, I'm insecure enough as it is as a person. So mm-hmm. to actually be in a relationship with somebody, in an open relationship, would make me way too insecure because I'd have to feel a certain amount of attraction and love for someone to be in a relationship with them in the first place. So then mm-hmm. if I go into a relationship with somebody with those feelings and then knowing that they were possibly having that with somebody else and not me and they were enjoying it, mm-hmm. That wouldn't make me feel very special. That wouldn't make me feel very loved. It wouldn't make me feel like I was worthy of one person's, um, or sorry, being the only person that somebody could dedicate dedicate their life to. That's just me yeah. speaking personally. Sure. And I'm sure Which, many people feel the same way. But um, yeah, yeah I, I, I find it very brave, actually, for people to be in an open relationship. That must take a certain amount of confidence. Yeah, it, confidence you know? and yeah, especially if it is a consensual. In other words, you know, yes, of course. The, the rise of these consensual types of of, of relationships. I mean, there there is a rise. Right? There there is a rise of these types of, of or, or or I should say, a a rise in the acknowledgement of them. Maybe the actual percentage is not increasing. It's just the conversation might be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and there's all sorts of extremes. It could be anything from. Uh, you know, from from living with multiple partners and sharing their financial obligations, or it could be supporting a partner in a once a year, you know, free pass rendezvous like that movie. Uh, it could be yeah. uh, a couple that's into swinging and go to swing, and and husband and wife or boyfriend girlfriend uh, go to swingers parties. And, and there are swingers yeah. clubs. There are all, every every major city in in the London. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Uh, you, can, yeah. you can look them up if you if you're you know. I'm sure business people travel and couples travel. And they say, hey, where where's the local you know Las Vegas? Where's the you know? I, there's a known yeah. one in Vegas. I forget the name of it. No, I've never done that. To, just to be clear. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it's a vast world. <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I guess, the, the, but they're all under the umbrella of a what considered to be a consensual, non-monogamous uh, umbrella type of relationship, and um, and I guess what the, the difficulty might be to do is to establish a distinction, differentiate between those types of arrangements and other types of of a non-monogamous type of relationship. Yeah. Or 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 a, what they what is uh or a uh, po- uh poly not poly po- polygamy. What polygamy means participating in multiple intimate relationships, right? Yes. All right. So um hmm. It's very fulfilled, isn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get so baffled by it all. Yeah. And you know what? You know what's, and here's what's interesting also. I've got some friends, a couple of girlfriends. Uh, I mean, friends of mine who are women. I, I've got many, many, many more friends in my life who are women than, than men. I've always had. I've always had a lot of, you know, I've, I've had, I remember, you know, hanging out with, a, uh, you know, even if, you know, I'm, I'm still friends with a lot of my exes who I had long relationships with. 
you know, or yeah. when it didn't have loneliness. I'm, I'm, we're still very good friends, even though the relationships happened decades ago. We're still real good friends to this day. And I remember asking one girl, after we were dating, we had our fling, whatever, we were still hanging out. And I, and I, I would tease her once in a while and say, oh, can you imagine under the blue moon, da, da, da. And, and she'd say, oh, Andy, you're like, you're like my sister. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, you're like, you know, so all these girls, they say, Andy, you're, you're, like a, you're like a girlfriend, man. You're like my girlfriend. <laughs> and no respect, you know? No, but, but, um, but I always have. Um, but the, um, you, you know, it's just kind of interesting because I've had girls now, uh, good, good friends that are women, girls who are called women, okay, um, that call me. I'm, I'm going to be polite, but call me a lot to okay. discuss various things that are going on in their lives, and I'm there for them, and I'm I add advice, and I'm a shoulder for them to lean on, and a pillar in their life, especially single moms and, and single girls and women that are maybe unhappy in a relationship, and and my cell phone goes off all the time, and, and sometimes. Uh, you know, I'm busy, tied up in things. I can't talk. I'm in the studio, whatever, and I'm just, or I, and I switch it off. So I'll call back. I'll call back. But um, now, here's the interesting thing: there is no sex in these relationships. There's no physical. There's no intimacy. But we, you would think, by listening in our conversations, that we are husband and wife. Wow. Okay. You know what I mean? But, but there's no, there's no, there's no physical contact whatsoever. Zero. Okay, but you could say that about. To female friends, to mm-hmm. I mean, male friends don't necessarily speak the same way to each other because the whole masculine and emotional aspect of it that changes mm-hmm. very much. But actually, it was a curious question because um, I know somebody who was really good friends with a guy. She obviously a her, he, she, she her. <laughs> he said he, she. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they. So they, yeah. And um, she was having this really good. Uh, friendship with this guy and then he suddenly cuts contact with her because you know he admits that he likes her and she's like oh I'm sorry Uh, knowing that she was already in a relationship but the moment that they had that discussion and I'm sure maybe it was just embarrassment he pulls away and you know goes off and does his own thing and it's a shame because that relationship apparently was really really good mm. really good mm-hmm. and they you know they both made each other laugh they both enjoyed each other's company and it, it's just and i've noticed this with guys because i've tried to have uh, friendships with guys in the past and mm-hmm. quite often it just never works out because mm-hmm. there's always some sort of they try to have something with you mm. so mm-hmm. it's it's it makes me wonder how the male mind or makeup works in that sense, because I hear that quite often that men can struggle to have relations, you know, a friendship with mm-hmm. a woman. Um, yeah. But it's not the same for women with men. We just don't function that way. But I guess because we're very emotional creatures and we just, we love bonding with, with men or women and it's mm-hmm. easier for us in that sense for that transition. I don't know, but, um, have it you heard the expression? It is. Have you heard the expression now? Another, another. What I'm starting to hear more of is this uh, friends with benefits type of relationship with oh, people yeah. other than their primary partners. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for uh, for some, it might be uh, an open relationship. For it might be that free pass. For some, it might be one night stand here and there, a brief sexual fling um, with a friend. You know. And I don't get yeah. that. Oh, friends with benefits. I mean, just you know, why why do you why do you even need to say that? Why 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 do you have to add that friends with benefits? Why can't you just say friends? And why even talk about it? I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I'm an old conservative fogey. I I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, right. You know, you well, know. I guess because all friends don't go and have sex with each other, so I guess they have to label it as. But why do you have know. to announce it? Why do you, why why do you have to why do you have to oh, announce yeah. it? I mean. It, yeah, I guess when it gets dropped in conversation with people. So what are you doing? Oh yeah, I have a friend with benefit. Whoa, whoa. Like so, I don't yeah. give a fuck. You it's know, I don't give a boasting f- point. I think for people as well. well. Friends with benefit. They, they have that. Yeah. If I had, if I, if I, and I don't, but if I had friends, well, with you, you know, aside from you and I, if I had friends, <laughs> no, if I, if I, if I, no, if I had, uh, by the way, for our listeners, Amanda and I uh, have never met ever. And we have over 400 and some odd shows, um, you know, because a lot of people, when I, when I say that and they listen to the show and they're like, what? 
Get out of here. What? <laughs> you, you guys got something going on. Are you? Come on. Are you? Yeah, no, we, we've never met. But anyway, and that's kind of cool. But anyway, um, the – the um, it, it is. It truly is. Probably pretty neat, really. Um, but um, <laughs> um, the – the arrange, you know, I couldn't. If I had, let's say, let's say I was single or had was just in that type of relationship, whatever, or just, or let's say I was having relationships and not and being quiet, you know, just having. I guess in that case, you call them affairs, right? You call them affairs. You know, talk about it, mm. including your other significant other. Yeah. Um, but if I had any type of relationship, no matter what my status was, I wouldn't go telling anybody about it. Because yeah. nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know. Why is it anybody else's business? What what happens in behind closed doors in my life? Yes, absolutely. I agree. I think we we so willingly express a lot in this world, mm-hmm. especially with social media now. Everybody's yeah. like, "Well, I have this platform that I can say whatever I want, and I can get away with it because there's nobody right in front of me to stop me or you know slap me in the face or." Or whatever, there's there's no real immediate threat there. So you know, mm-hmm. everybody just goes on. And they just they spill all this poison over everybody, and they say things as well. Like they they exploit their lives over Facebook. Like the amount of people that I've known in the past, and I say in mm-hmm. the past, and I'm talking in the past sense because I'm no longer friends with some of these people. Um, and it's it's like. The smallest thing or the most dramatic thing that happens, they've got to, you know, air their dirty laundry all over Facebook for everybody to know what's going on, how they feel about it, what was said, what they did. And it's, it's like, why do people have to know all of this? I, I, it's an outburst, clearly, and they just want to get it out and people to know that they've been wronged or they're angry or whatever it is. But it gets very detailed and very personal sometimes. And I think now, you, you know, everybody knows your business mm-hmm. and Facebook knows your business. Yeah, yeah it's unreal. And TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, all yeah. those, uh, whatever you call it. You know, um, I got probably got those names right. How do you like that? Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> it took me long enough, eh? But, um, uh, but you know, you, so you had that, that extreme from, you know, the friends with benefits, uh, 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 couples that open, uh, go, are swingers openly. And they, you know, you know hey, cool. Hey, what are, hey, fine. You know, fine. You know, they agree with that. Great. You know, great. You know. But uh, then you also have the don't ask, don't tell style of relationships where both members of a couple permit the other to have that type of, of, of uh, uh, you know, relationship with other people and they just don't want to discuss the experience together they they made that agreement it's consensual they have an agreement that okay whatever happens happens but we just won't yeah. talk about it but you're but you're okay with it. i'm okay with it i'm okay you're okay remember that yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, it's just a kind of interesting that uh, we're starting to you know that there's uh therapists and psychologists right now and authors that are starting to openly have practice where they 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 consult and counsel people who are in these relationships you know as a form of uh, you know of a therapeutic you know uh, re- resolution or, or or okay or whatever whatever it might be um, yeah. but people are of all stripes you know and it's amazing um you know there's a whole lot of people in, that you might know that I might know that we just you know uh, run into uh, you know Socially, here and there, people we know of, friends that may that that have at one time or do or will participate in these types of relationships. It doesn't matter what walk of life they're in. You know, it just uh, the past few years, you're seeing quite a bit of diversity among the participation in open relationships, and um, uh, to different degrees, like we discussing whether it's uh, open swinging to one extreme to just consensual um, you know it's okay uh, I'm okay and you're okay with it either way to swingers to uh, we give each other permission but let's not ever talk about it um, yeah to to uh, to the affair you know where somebody literally is is going behind their significant other's back um, and having an affair when there is no agreement to to do so right um, and it's um, yeah but I wonder just what you know, we were saying before, what the the drive is, um, and I guess it's just part of it, you know. Um, you, you know, it's, I'm just thinking here. That's why I'm, I'm kind of hesitating for a minute. Okay. I've got these two bet 
two bets, two birds, two bets, two birds, um, scrub jays that uh, Mutt and Jeff, you know, told you about Mutt and Jeff. I think I've sent you pictures of my birds yeah, yeah. who live out, outside in my backyard. And they're good, good friends of mine now, these two birds. And mm-hmm. and they have an amazing relationship together. I see them fight. I see them together. One feeds the other. You know, it's, it's and they're birds, you know. And, and you see, you know, wild animals having monogamous relationships together instinctively. Yeah. Instinctively. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And we can trace back in our, in terms of our earliest ancestors of relationships and child rearing um, in, in, you know, early human development, you know, there's evidence. And, and I wonder looking back at a more primitive population or looking at the wildlife, do they have, did they have, do they have extra, you can't call it marital, but you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, affairs outside, what do you, call, you call them affairs, whatever, relationships, even if they're birds or, 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 or early, uh, you know, our, our ancestors way back then. Um, how far back does that go? And, and does well, it go beyond yeah. our, our, does it go beyond our species? Hmm. Uh, yes, it hmm. does go beyond our, our species. They, they studied this with, with many mm-hmm. uh, breeds of animal that you'll find that there's, um, for example, one species of animal protects, like the, the male animal protects the female animal, has mm-hmm. uh, babies with her, and is very family orientated. And then you'll get other animals that just will have sex with multiple other animals and reproduce or whatever. Um so it, it does go on within the, the animal kingdom. However, you then need to make the comparison between humanity and animals, although we're very, very similar in, in how we, we are and our makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, we have things like emotion, and then people argue, okay, well, animals experience emotion too. And I would like to see anybody really truly deny that they do because there are many um, incidences where you see animals reacting in a certain way which would suggest an emotional response so is emotion in humanity what ties uh, the the bonds is it more beyond the physical makeup is it an energetic thing because there's also an energy thing where a lot of people will, will explain that mm-hmm. when you have a, a physical um intimacy with another human you energetically connect and you leave an imprint on them, and they leave an imprint on you, and you have this sort of cord connected between you and them. So, mm. you know, quite often see that going around on social media that uh, people have made up these actual pictures from that, that wherever they got that knowledge from, that suggests that with every partner you ever have, you are connected to them and energetically, um, and the person you sleep with next is sleeping not only with you, but the people that's come before you because of the energy that has been transferred. Mm-hmm. So I find that fascinating too. So it makes me wonder if it, it's, it's more than emotion, more than energy, whether it, it, it's more than the human makeup, what actually ties us to have those bonds to stay with one person. Is it society and the conditioning that we've had over the years um, to always be with one person? And then you look to things like religion and religion will tell you in one religion you can be and you should dedicate yourself to one person and, and not sleep with anybody before you marry that person. Another religion will say, hey, you can have multiple wives. So mm-hmm. it's interesting where mm-hmm. all these, all these uh, questions and answers, you know, they come from and they arise and, and what connects what and what makes it this. And I love our conversations like this, Andy, because you and I really do pick holes in, in certain subjects and try to yeah. come up with what we think not is necessarily the correct answer but spitballing ideas of is it this yeah. it sparks it just, so much doesn't it it does it, it absolutely does yeah um you one thing i wanted to get into which we might not have i don't know we have like five minutes left of this particular show maybe uh well sometime in the future next next week's gonna be tough i had a lot of traveling next week we're gonna be on the air and we have a guest let's 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 talk about that for a minute our, our Monday's guest is a 
Um, yeah. And um, a, a very famous uh, square dancer, I believe. Um, <laughs> am I right about that, or is that? Uh, oh, she'd, she'd she'd probably give it a bloody good go, but. Um. <laughs> No, that's good. No, she's Swing a, your partner, do si do da pa di 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 but um yeah, go ahead. Swing it to and fro. You go fro. You say hey, I say yo. <laughs> you say hey and I say yo, swing your partner, do si do. Hey, we we should <laughs> there we go. I I have I have a calling for my next job. Anyway, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who's our guest Monday? Right. Talk, talk about our Monday's guest. Well, it's um it's somebody a lady that I know and uh, she's mm-hmm. a uh incredible species she's an operatic singer she's an incredible she's, species I, oh yes <laughs> she's uh <laughs> she's had uh global she's not human. success she's an amazing no. very unique she's species amazing no, sorry, go ahead. she's a unique human <laughs> yes she's uniquely um, human yes, yes. Mm-hmm. uh she's had uh, a lot of global success with her career in um singing um she recently performed um for her country at the uh uefa Women's Euro 2022. We, we uh, played that, football. folks. We, yeah, we played we her singing uh, the uh, Australian national anthem on her uh, last oh, show yeah. there. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 She, yeah. She is Austrian, but she's lived in in London her whole life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, she's been. Uh, she's her voice has uh, appeared with. Hans Zimmer, you know the um, yes. composer for movies? Yes, of course. She's had her voice in many, many things, and she's performed for royalty. Uh, she's mm. an, an amazing lady and so much fun, and um, we can't wait to get her on the show on Monday to talk about all those wonderful things and her career, and maybe give everybody some tips on singing and stuff like that, because that's always a cool thing to learn. Uh, yeah, so awesome lady. Her name is Marika Rusha. I think I've pronounced, pronounced that right. I will double-check with her, because I wouldn't want to um, not pronounce her name properly, uh, but she's uh, an adorable lady, a lot of fun, very uh, friendly. So yeah, mm-hmm. she's going to be uh, having a good, good old chat with us on Monday. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, well, that, yeah. I look forward to that, and, and we will also uh, continue this discussion. I want to, I want to uh, kind of uh, um, migrate over, if you will, to some of the. You know, we talked about different types of relationships, and I want to kind of spend some time talking about um, a glossary of terms that are that are utilized today uh, versus let's say a decade or so ago uh in determining the the type of relationship we live in uh, the identity of how we define ourselves uh i mean all, i want to get into that there's so there's so many terms that are used today that i'm like what what's what what's that? and i, I want to go over the current terms that that what we may have not heard a few years ago that are uh, that are just in everyday conversation today that are yeah. new to me and, and new to many yeah. of our listeners and, and maybe and not so new to many of our listeners as well. So uh, that would be a fun discussion. We'll do that. Me will pick that up yeah. Monday. We're bringing on a special guest. Maybe we'll get her to sing for us. I don't know. Um, yeah, very much so. That would be awesome to do. I, I was planning mm-hmm. on asking her, so whatever she does, I don't know. She that would be cool. Uh, I, if she doesn't sing, you'll hear me sing a version of <laughs> Tip to the Tulips. Uh, so tune in for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. It is Friday. We have we are on earlier today, but we are normally on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at uh, 11 p.m. in UK, 6 p.m. Yeah. in uh, Eastern Daylight Time, and on the West Coast, where our Los Angeles studios are here for the Andy Mander Show at 3 p.m. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, I probably don't have a whole lot of, lot of listeners uh, on my side of the world right now. Anyway, in the middle of the afternoon, unscheduled, for all, but. Um, you know, have a great weekend, folks. This has been a great discussion. Uh, Amanda, always a pleasure. Uh, it's it's great, uh, oh, great doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. So everybody uh, have a great weekend. Yeah. <laughs> see you Monday. We're we're done for the week. Another week under our belt. Bam. In the books. We'll see everybody. Take care. Have a good one.